some films are fine just the way they are other films sometimes take it away too far but really how how bad could it get let's go beyond beyond the box set Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where we review cinema releases. This week it's the Joker, or just Joker, sorry. Yes, just Joker. There's no the. Yeah. Just Joker. Stupid. I mean, it's, it's not even just Joker. That, it's that that'd be that'd be more fabulous. For yeah, exactly. Me, yeah. Just yeah. I think it would have an exclamation point at the end. Uh, of course it would. Yeah. And jazz hands. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So before we get into this review, because I think that we're we've each got a lot to say. Yeah. Um, and. Many, many people have reviewed this online, and we're very, very late to the game. That's just how we'd run things here. Yes. Um, one thing I've noticed in a lot of reviews is that people have they have their own opinions, and it seems to be based on whether they like the film or not. So, mm-hmm. firstly, John, yes or no, did you like this film? Yes. Yes, I think I did too. Yeah, I did. Because I've seen a lot of reviews where someone will, like, at the end, say, like, personally, I didn't like this film, mm-hmm. and then the review is actually really overly negative. Oh, yeah. Um mm. So yeah, I think it's good to get it out there. Oh uh, yeah, straight, straight away before just... before we start. Yeah, breaking it down. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, do you want to go first? There's so many different ways that you can talk about this film. There are, yeah. I mean, it has. It, this film. It's funny. I think it's this. It's so. Yeah, it, this film is incredibly, uh, obviously divisive and incredibly provocative. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think that the reasons people have to. Well, you know, you can't explain why people like or don't like things. I came into the film having already heard lots of different reviews about it, and mm-hmm. I kind of expected to like it less than I did. Mm-hmm. I was kind of all primed to find it annoying or maybe even offensive, but I, 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 w- just... I was trying to resist that before I. Yeah, before same, because I, I don't want to go into a film cause... thinking I'm determined to hate this, but I was kind yeah. of. Also, it was in the back of my mind, like, oh, well, it's the guy from The Hangover, and I don't really like those movies, and mm. then people are saying it's, you know, all these kind of things. But I was, I was really impressed by it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the more I've been, the more I've kind of thought about it and talked to people about it, I think Joaquin Phoenix absolutely makes the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think if it was somebody else, it might be all the things people have said it, people who have like a very negative opinion about mm. it have said it is. And I think that maybe Joaquin Phoenix is just so... He gives so much... It's such an incredible performance. And yeah. he puts so much, like layer, so many layers into it that maybe maybe elevates what's in the script. I don't know. like Or maybe the script is... I mean, it's, you know, there's got to be an interesting script there. Otherwise, you know, mm. it, it can't make something from nothing. But I do wonder if it was somebody who wasn't Joaquin Phoenix, whether this would just be a much more like one-dimensional character. I mean, it depends who it is. It depends who you pick. Well, exactly, yeah. Like, I'm it's sure other actors could have done... Fantastic some... jobs. Yeah, I'm sure like Leonardo DiCaprio or someone could have done a good job on this. Yeah. yeah. But Joaquin Phoenix definitely is, for me, the reason the movie works. Mm. I just I've, I just found him to be really just really magnetic. And I thought he... Fe- I didn't feel like the Joker was ever a character that you rooted for, particularly. But no. also, he wasn't like a one-dimensional villain. Like... Mm-hmm. It, it walked a really hard line. Yeah. I, I never found myself rooting for him mm. because, <clears throat> I mean, I guess that I, I knew where... You know where it's my, going, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know that like it's not going to end well for him. It's not going well for him. That's what yeah. the character is. Um, I was just very interested to see what kind of story they're telling here because mm. I love Joker stories. Mm. I, I've, I've seen a couple of adaptations of comic books, um, as in uh, animations, Mm-hmm. Um, of a, a couple of classic Joker stories, and they are really interesting. Yeah, um, they're done really well. 
And it's a great character. Yeah. yeah, definitely is. And this film takes takes bits from lots of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like, say, the chat show at the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's right out of a comic book. Mm-hmm. Although in the comic, he actually kills the, the audience. Oh, he kills the whole audience as well as the chat show host. Uh, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. He just unleashes a joker gas that makes everybody smile so much they die. Oh, okay. That's... It would not have fitted. No, that's very comic no. booky. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, this film's quite light on a comic book. I kept forgetting <clears throat> for long periods of this film that it was set in Gotham. Mm. But yeah, and this is that's one thing. I, was, I find it really interesting that this is how we now can tell these stories about mm-hmm. you know people who are like damaged or mentally ill or whatever like i know there are, there are loads of films out there that aren't comic book films it's mm. not it's it's people really overstate this idea that everything's a comic book film now of course it's not mm. but this movie could easily have not been about the joker it could have just been called i don't know clown or laughing man or something you know like... it, it could have yeah however i i so i've heard this from a lot online as well mm. and my thought on that is the film would be a lot less if it wasn't for that mm-hmm. i'm not saying that you, you know it uh, it having a tie into like oh here's the Gotham's uh, sorry the, uh, the Gotham's the Wayne's here, here's the Wayne's yeah, yeah and you know it's set in a city that you know and like here's a couple of Easter eggs here and there stuff like mm. that that's not what makes the film what it is no not at all um, no. and just it being the Joker really it brings something up to it because you have an expectation and mm. the film is building to that expectation mm. this film is a prequel basically it's, yeah, not a prequel it's, still, to... it's still an origin story yeah yeah it's not it's not a prequel to anything specific yeah but it is a prequel mm. um and it's got that thing where prequels you're always wondering okay where's it going how's it going to get to where i know mm-hmm. um and that's what really brings something to this yeah i'd, I guess say, I'd say it's done the prequel thing really well which is quite rare oh definitely yeah and i think that's a good point because yeah if, if it wasn't if it wasn't tied to like gotham or the batman story at all it was just like here's a story about a sad man in a city who goes nuts and mm. kills people. Like It'd be a tad boring. Also, it's been done before. Yeah, it has been done before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, the, another thing people have pointed out is that this film is Taxi Driver mm, yeah. and King of Comedy. Like, Which me and Ross are going to do on Two Geeks, Two Movies. I saw, yeah, you took my suggestion. Joker and Taxi yeah, Driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen it yet? No. No, no, no. no, okay. Well, when you see it, you'll see the obvious comparisons, you know. Mm. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not criticising the fact that it's a Batman film or that it's a DC film, but I just mm. think it's an, it's really interesting that that's where we are now is like a, a, in terms of like cinema, like we're not like the the lines are blurring between like you know popcorn comic book, you know mm-hmm. people pleasing movies, and now these more gritty artistic you know challenging films, and this this film really does sit right in the middle of that. Like mm. it's a huge huge hit, and people are going to see it, but. I wonder how many people who go to see it are prepared for what they're actually going to see. Mm. And like, actually, you know, because we saw it in a hugely crowded theatre. Mm, yeah. In a very kind of mixed audience, I would say. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've heard a lot of people online saying, uh, well, all sort of critics, I guess, uh, commenting on the violence of this film. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just commenting on how like this is one of the most violent films they'll see and stuff. Like, watch, watch any horror movie. Yeah. Like, a guy gets shot in the head. Yeah. Not like, even a few, horror. Like, like a, a couple of people... Yeah, a few people get shot, some people get kicked in the ribs. Yeah. That's it, really. Mm. Like, it's... Yeah, it's, it's, on, it's on the darker side, but... Mm. Well, that was something out of... It's I, not majorly violent. Not at all. I mean, compared to any... Not even any horror movie, compared to any action movie. Yeah. Like, compared to, like, I don't know, Atomic very, Blonde or... It, it, it is very real, though. 
Yeah, that's yeah. It it does feel very real. Yeah, that's it. the The reason it feels, I think, more violent than it is, is because the violence that happens really lands mm. and it hits you, and it feels like, oh god, you know, this is. It's not just some action hero, you know, John Wicky kind of guy, mm. you know, shooting maybe, I don't know, two dozen people in the whole movie. Just mm. every, you know, whenever there's a fight, he just shoots people dead. But yeah. they're just grunts. It doesn't matter. Every time a, a gun is fired, or every time a person is killed, it means something. Mm. There's no just like, you know, there's no grunts, you know, mm-hmm. there's no just, you know, faceless goodies or baddies who, you know, cops or robbers or whatever. Everyone who dies matters and it's, it registers. And I think that's what people are like finding a bit a bit disturbing. But mm-hmm. I think that, that that's got to be a good thing, right? That yeah. you're not just like trivializing murder and yeah. in the way that so many of these films do. So. Yeah, definitely. Because when he does kill... Who does he kill in this film? He kill... I mean, Clearly, spoiler alert, spoilers, obviously. Oh, yeah. De- de- so he kills definitely. Robert De Niro. Yes. And that's a very shocking moment. Yeah. Even also... if it's kind of built... Obviously, it's building to it, but... Yeah. Who uh, else does he actually kill? Oh, he kills the, the three... Wall Street guys. Wall Street guys, yeah. Yeah. Is that it? I think that's it. Oh, his mum. Oh, and he kills his mum too, yeah, mm. so... Yeah, that, that that's it, really, but... Mm. Yeah, it's not, it's not very many. So that's three scenes of murder, mm. all of which are hugely impactful. Mm-hmm. And then... The Waynes die as well at the end, but mm-hmm. not not, his, not directly. In, yeah. in in a twist that was more interesting than I gave it credit for. It was, but I, <clears throat> it, it really I'd have much preferred that be hinted at rather than actually shown. Sure. Just like maybe you see them from behind walking out of a movie theater. Yeah. Anybody who's seen any Batman film ever knows what that means. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we all can agree that we never need to see those damn pearls ever again. No, <laughs> but we will. But we will for every will. Batman, for we'll every Joker film forevermore. Yeah. Next year, the year after. Yeah, 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 I mean, exactly. We've got Robert Pattinson coming up. Like, yeah. well, how did he become Batman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who knows? Yeah. Maybe his parents died in an alley, but I don't know unless I see it. Yeah. You know, Spider-Man did it. They didn't. You know, the, the last Spider-Man, you know, the... The, the, the Andrew Garfield one, yeah. Was it the Andrew Garfield? I thought the... It, was it not? I forget his name. Tom Holland. Mm. I thought his one was the one that didn't, had no origin story. Oh, I had no origin story. Yes. So yeah, that's, that's what I meant. Like, that's they, they just, I did it. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Spider Man did it in the sense that Spider Man acknowledged that people don't need to see that anymore, and mm. we're just like, well, he's Spider Man. Everyone yeah. knows why he's Spider Man. We don't need to show you him being bitten by the spider. Yeah. You know, we know what happens. We're just gonna fast forward that. So mm. maybe I mean I don't know. I, I hope the Robert, Robert Pattinson one is creative enough to not just rehash mm. that again because it's been done it's yeah. been done it's been done it's been done uh, they sh- they really should realize by this point and they i do i do wonder what, what where dc films are at because mm. at some points i see you know they're doing films like this they're doing joker which is a good step for them just like hey you know we tried justice league it didn't work for many many reasons mm. let's not try that again sure. let's just go in a different direction just do lots of one-off films because we can't build a universe very well yeah and then on the other the other hand, they're doing Birds of Prey. Like, hey, here's the Suicide Squad sequel. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And there's another Suicide Squad sequel in the works as well. They're making two already. They've got the James Gunn one coming as well. I so think... Birds of Prey is only a, it's just got Harley Quinn in it. Sure. Okay. Who's directing that? Uh, I don't know. Okay. And then they're doing another film called Suicide Squad or the Suicide Squad. I don't know. Which is going to be kind of a mild reboot, right? Because they're not bringing back Will Smith or not bringing back Will Smith, but most other people are back. Okay. And a lot of a lot of new people as well. Okay. Directed by James Gunn, starring people including Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. And Margot Robbie's obviously still in the mix. Yep. Because they're not letting her go anytime soon. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the interesting thing as well. This this for DC is a huge step forward. Like, because mm-hmm. they've had so many that haven't worked. Like, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman worked, obviously. That did very well. People liked yeah. it. Um, 
Aquaman, I guess you could say, worked. It wasn't like raved about, but it made it a lot loads of money. Of money yeah. And people like people didn't hate it. It wasn't like Justice yeah. League where it got. Shazam was alright. Shazam was was that a DC? Yeah, I thought that was like okay. Yeah, no, Shazam it had was... Superman in it at the end. Remember? Oh, it did. You're right. From the okay. neck down. Yeah. Imagine a Shazam Joker crossover. Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't that wouldn't happen. No, no. <laughs> um, but enough for the sort of thing that people were saying when like uh, Daredevil came out mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yeah. Like, this is the same universe as a talking raccoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whose best friend is a tree. Yeah. Very different styles. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, you know, maybe. It is. And if anything is possible, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, apart from... What, what did you think then? I mean, you said you liked it, but... Um, yeah, I, th- I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I, quite edgy. Hmm. Um, Certainly edgy, yeah. But in a, in a good way. It wasn't like... It, it didn't feel like it was, I don't know, trying too hard to be something that it wasn't. Hmm. It wasn't stylized. Like, a lot of the time you see these kind of films... Like, Suicide Squad was, like, a film about the villains, but it was so cartoony and stylized. I'd say this one was stylized, but just not in a sort of uh, cartoony way. Yeah, okay. It was stylized. Like, yeah, that's like, more... Like, it was stylized like, in its own way, yeah. Mostly when people talk about things being stylized, like, it's the film is, like, a cartoon or a short a shot using a weird camera lens, you know, like, yeah. The Favourite or something. Yeah, sure, yeah. It's a very stylized film. Mm-hmm. This one's stylized in, like, it's... It's just it, it's uh, it's an eighties crime drama sort of thing. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and they really do get that feel. I guess that's why they got Scorsese to produce it. Mm, yeah. Um, it's like, hey, we want a film that looks like you did it. Yeah. Um, also, please don't sue us for ripping off all your films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and I've gotta say, they did a really, really good job of mm. making it look like it was in the eighties. Oh yeah. Like, the film looks fantastic. Mm. I mean, it looks ugly and horrible. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's yeah. very deliberate. Mm. And everything looks old. And I also do quite like that it's not in a in a Gotham way of, hey, it's like it's old and 80s or 60s or whatever, but they have mobile phones, and, like, who knows when this is. It's yeah. just very clearly, yeah, this is, like, the 80s or whatever. Yeah. This is what chat shows are like. This is what taking the, the underground is like this mm. yeah it felt that's what it felt it felt gritty and grimy yeah. and he... every, every, everybody's struggling for jobs oh look this guy just got beaten up so he has to lose his job and everything and now he's really struggling to take care of his mother and it just feels real yeah exactly yeah that's what I meant so yeah when, when I say it wasn't stylized, I mean yeah it wasn't living in this like cartoonish it didn't feel comic booky. no it felt like a real person mm. like that was the thing like he really Joaquin Phoenix really created a human being behind mm. the Joker, and I thought all of the stuff around his um, his laugh, mm-hmm. which is you know obviously and that's in the script. That's not something he just decided. Yeah. But about um, <clears throat> about him being you know having it being a nervous tick, kind of like Tourette'sy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just put it in a place that I've never seen these kind of films be put before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah it was uh, <clears throat> quite interesting. Oh. Um, so speaking of Scorsese, he has said some things on Twitter. He has, yes. Um, and you'd, you'd want to get into this, yeah. <laughs> Well, he's not he's not the first person to talk bad about comic book no, movies. No, sure, yeah. Um, but I just, I, d- I don't feel like it's good coming from him. I feel less respectful of him now. Mm. Because he's shitting over what he calls a genre, comic movies aren't a genre. Yeah. It's like saying musicals are a genre. Well, I mean, they are, that they are but well, like, it's a very broad genre. Yeah, like Grease and Rent, for example. Very different films. Like, yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Um, yeah, so he's shitting all over them. Saying that they're not cinema, mm-hmm. um, like, and that he tried watching them, but he just he just can't. Yeah. Like, well, okay, but people don't like your films either. Sure, and people do like your films, and well, also many, people yeah. don't. Mm-hmm. Like different things for different people. Well, that's and the I'm, thing. It's this. And I'm quite unhappy that somebody of his caliber, yeah, is that what I would, yeah, caliber. Um, 
can't really see that. Yeah. Well, he's old. You know, not to be not to be dismissive, but he is. And it's like, and it, it's a classic thing of a lot of people struggling to realise that just because something's not for you doesn't mean it's not legitimate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that's, you know, happens a lot these days, you know, whatever that might be. If something, you know, it's I like mean, it's like people say well, women aren't funny. Being old is not an excuse, though. No, it's not an excuse. I'm not saying do, judge you. I'm saying like him saying that is very like old man shouting at cloud. You know, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it, it's a shame he feels that way, and it's weird that he feels that way considering he's just produced a comic book film. Mm. You know what I mean, like I don't know how involved he really was, but well, I guess he he must think of this as real cinema. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, was was the Marvel comment in relation to this, or was it just him saying generally he was sick of them? Well, because I know the Irishman. I mean, the tweet film. came out very recently, yeah. just as Joker is coming out a film that he's producing, and it's just on everybody's mind. So it's yeah. surely related. Yeah, I guess. But then he's also got his own film. But I think is is his own film coming out on Netflix? Maybe. Yeah, it is. So maybe that's something that's like weighing on him. That like, how much real cinema is that? If it's just straight to. Well, that, maybe that's why streaming. he's annoyed. Maybe he's had to like compromise his artistic vision to go onto Netflix. You mm. know, or, I don't. Know. I don't know. I mean. You know, it, it is, you know, we did, that, that's what I mean when I, when I was talking earlier about, like, the fact that the Marvel cinema, or not even Marvel, this isn't Marvel, sorry, but like how, like, comic book cinema is crossing over with, like, artistic mm-hmm. cinema, you know, quote-unquote artistic, you know, like, Oscar bait, Oscar worthy, very serious, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting, and it's, um, but does it mean that that's the only way that people are going to be able to see these kind of, see films like this in the cinema anymore? Maybe that's what he's worried about. Like, because he's made films like Taxi Driver that... I very much don't think so. I, like, not for him, at least. He is yeah. Martin Scorsese. Yeah, no, he will never, ever not be able to get a film Like, made, if yeah. he wanted to put The Irishman in cinemas, even though it's three hours long... Four, I think. No. Is it? I think it's close to four. I know, because I remember reading and thinking, I'm going to have to watch that. It's going to get Oscar nominations. Mm. It's going to be long. <laughs> but, like, he could put that in a cinema if he wanted to. Of course to. he could, yeah. Like... James Cameron's still making movies. Yeah. They're all going to go to... Like, Avatar is not going to be a home release. Yeah. Those are going to be cinematic releases. Yeah. Tarantino could make any film he wanted to make, yeah. and it would go in a cinema. No, I agree. And this is... And, and we're going off topic a bit now, but this is the same thing that, like... Well, actually, no, it's not off topic. The Todd Phillips, the guy who actually made this film, mm. one of the things that he said that I found very off-putting was he said the reason he makes... He moved into, like, doing comic book movies and dramas is because woke culture killed comedy mm-hmm. and you know it's this idea that a lot of people have now that because you can't make you know just lazy homophobic sexist because you can't make the hangover because you, you can't make the hangover mm. but you can make the that's it's not that you can't make the hangover the hangover made a shit ton of money and you could make that today people are going to criticize you mm-hmm. people are going to say you know be better mm. but no one's going to f- ban that film mm. F- shitty films get made all the time mm-hmm. Like, you can make, you know, there's loads of comics out there who literally go on stage in front of thousands of people and say, well, you can't joke about anything these days. It's like, you're in the room yeah. in front of millions, <laughs> like, people who paid to see you. Like, there's loads of them, you know, mm. unless you, you know, the only ones you get who literally can't make stuff anymore are people who, like, literally are raping people, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, they can't do it anymore because they're hot, you know, because they've literally committed a crime. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can, you can make dumb, offensive comedies but people are going to maybe say, hey, you know what? Maybe just don't punch down so much. And then you're going to be challenged. And if you want to be like, you know, you know what? This is what I find funny. This is what I make. If people are going to pay to say it, you're still going to be able to make it. Mm. And so that, I think Martin's got, not to compare Martin Scott to that, because he's genuinely a great filmmaker. Mm-hmm. But I think it comes to that same thing of like people not realizing that no, just because people criticize you, 
and say or suggest that you could do better things mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they're stopping you from making the things you want to make. You can still make whatever you want to make, mm. unless it's like really egregiously racist or really egregious, or you're literally raping people, or you know, or you're literally a criminal. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's <clears throat> it's this weird thing. It's like people push back against political correctness all the time, and it's yeah. often comes from people who are actually in a very privileged position. So yes, generally, <laughs> maybe almost always. So yeah, but I mean that's the. Those are people who have to change from politically. Exactly, yeah. That's in, what, yeah in, 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 in ways I don't want to. Yeah, that's what I mean. And they're, they're not used to being told to compromise. Whereas other people who, you know, people who have been, you know, people who are trying to make films that are more representative have spent their entire careers. You know, or people who are gay or women or, you know, black or any man or Asian, whatever it might be, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're not the straight white man, the privileged straight white man, you've had to compromise for you, your whole life. Your entire life yeah. just to get something made, you know. Right. And then, you know, and they're not used to that. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's what it is. It's just a pushback. Yeah. And maybe, hopefully, we'll get to a point where they'll realise that actually there's room for everybody. Yeah. And it's not a threat. You know, it's just having... It's okay to be criticised. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change... You know, being... T- someone telling you on Twitter that you made a bad film is not going to destroy your career, you know? Mm. No. No, certainly not. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean so. clearly not. They've, clearly not. They've, they've, they've just made Joker. They have just made Joker, yeah. Which, again... It, and it's, it's interesting to me then, because, like I said, the... That's what because he said that Todd Phillips about like woke culture and stuff, and because it's The Hangover, which I'm not a fan of those films. That's why it's really interesting to me that I didn't find this film offensive mm-hmm. at all. And like, not that I wanted to. I'm glad I didn't find it offensive. Mm. But like, but so many people are like, it, this film is, it's got loads of praise, but also people who hate it really hate it, and there's so much rage about it. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's like it has to be one thing or the other. And I don't know. I find that really interesting that people, people have to like either. It has to be like utterly repellent, or or it has to be a, like brilliant yeah. work of genius. It can't just be a provocative film that you take what you want from. But sometimes people do just need to remember. Listen to me clearly. Mm. It's just a film. It also also just a film. It's just a film. Yeah, it's mm. just two and a half hours of your life if you want to watch it. Yeah, I, I, that's it. No one's forcing you to watch no, it. Yeah, no. no one's forcing anybody to watch any of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's, and well, there's there's all I guess that's the thing because there's so much stuff about um, whether this film is going to inspire people, you know, inspire people to do bad things, you know, because it's about yeah. a character who ultimately becomes like this, you know, kills people, you know, mm-hmm. but and also you know, like I said, there's loads of films where people kill people, but for some reason this one, maybe because it's in this very realistic, you know, even though it's still in Gotham, it's mm-hmm. in this very realistic place. Um, people think it's more likely to, and maybe it will. You know, you you can't say whether it will or it won't. But it's, I think I think you said the other day we were talking about this. You, it's like the more people say, oh, it's going to inspire someone to go on a killing spree, mm. the more makes it more likely happen. that someone's going to be inspired to go go on a killing spree. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But also, yeah, I, I don't really think that video games and you know, it's it's, it's a tale. It's it's another one that's as old as time itself. People used to say that Marilyn Manson you know, heavy metal music was inspiring people to go on killing sprees. And yeah. <laughs> violent video games. Grand Theft Auto was going to make everyone jump mm-hmm. in cars and run over prostitutes. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's always been something. But, yeah. yeah. There's always violence There's in, al- in media. Yeah. It's always like... Look the- at a tapestry in a museum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... I feel like we're talking more around this film than we're talking about this we film. We really are, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was just thinking that. So, okay, points that you might want to talk about in the film. Comedy points. Go Comedy on. points, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not I can, very comedic. I can think of three. Yeah, there, there are some... There are definitely some funny moments. Um, Let's do them in reverse order of severity. So the first one that I can think of, the, which is barely a laugh, he walks into a glass door. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> like I, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. It happened. It was funny. We moved on. That was it. Yeah, and I always like it when a film that's not a comedy has those moments because life is, you know, mm. life is fun. Sometimes you can be in the darkest moment in your life, mm-hmm. and something will happen that'll just be ridiculous. You know, yeah, you will walk into a door or yeah, you'll trip yeah. over or whatever. You know, so I always like that when films, because like, sometimes I get really bored with films that take themselves so seriously and are mm-hmm. so dark and depressing and there's li- not a glimmer of light mm. so yeah I appreciated that this film had a couple of moments like that that mm. was just like oh yeah of course sometimes things are still just silly and funny mm. I'd love it if that had happened in like in a, in a different Joker's film like if Heath Ledger had done that at some yeah, point yeah 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 because he was always so in control mm. yeah and if just at one point he turned around and just walked into a glass door yeah and Batman's like you're right yeah yeah because yeah exactly because yeah, because at least in this film, the Joker isn't... He's not in control. No. He's, he's not this omnipotent... Like, he doesn't do anything deliberately No, he just... in this film. Not mm. a single thing. Mm. Like, even right at the very end, um, killing uh, Murray. What, yeah. what was his name? Uh, what, the the top... actor? <laughs> Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Sorry, okay, sl- uh, slipped my mind. It was Murray, yeah. Murray. Yeah. Murray. Um, but yeah, like, killing Murray at that point, that was a very last-minute decision. Yes. Like, he wasn't planning that. No, because he ends up arrested. It's not He doesn't have a grand scheme. No, no. Yeah. I'm not even slightly. And, like, they hint at that in The Dark Knight when Heath Ledger's like, do I look like I have a plan? Like, mm. yeah, kind of. Like, yeah. everything is done very well. Like, how do you load those two ferries with all those explosives at a moment's notice? Mm-hmm. That must have taken a lot of planning. Sure, 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 yeah. Yes, you have a plan. Yeah. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, this Joker is not the Heath Ledger Joker. Very much not, yeah, no. Different guy. Um, yeah, so like, I don't know, it, it, it's, it's weird to see a Joker that doesn't do anything deliberately. Mm-hmm. Everything happens to him from external things. It's all it's all luck or bad luck or, yeah. you know, that's, that, that's what happens basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and some bits aren't even real. It's just his imagination. Yeah. I think the only, the only scene... That may have been that he may have shown any ounce of a plan was when he invited those two men into his house, his ex colleagues. Yes. Um, and he locks the door. He puts the train lock on on the door. Yeah. Um, and one of his one of his colleagues who is a dwarf, mm-hmm. when they're trying to get out after the Joker has killed the other guy, mm-hmm. he can't breach the lock. Yeah. And it's it's played for laughs, but in a very dark way mm-hmm. that. I don't know if Todd Phillips is the right director to do it, but, I mean, for me, the scene worked really well. Sure. It really felt like the sort of joke that the Joker would do. Like, hey, it's entertaining to me, the Joker. I found this really funny. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense because he's a very twisted individual. That was a moment for me when I... Cause and I it, like, I laughed yeah. at it and then instantly regretted it and felt really bad. Yeah. And I think that was very deliberate by the filmmaker. Oh, sure, absolutely, yeah. Uh, for me, that like, was... We're going to make you feel bad about this joke. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that was for me when I had genuinely forgotten that I was watching a Joker movie. Mm-hmm. That was that point because it was that really is like one of the darkest moments in the movie. One of the darkest points in the movie. He was wearing makeup. Was he wearing the makeup at that he point? He had white makeup on. Oh, okay, fine. Else. But I mean, I, I, maybe that's just the power of the movie. I was so engrossed at that moment. Mm. And then when he kills that guy, it's so visceral. Like, he kills the other guy and it's so mm. visceral and it's so like, oh my, oh, holy shit. Mm. And then the other guy runs to the door. And yeah, I... Like the entire, you weren't the only one. Like the entire cinema basically like burst out laughing. Mm. Like, and I was like, oh, well, I guess this is. But it's sort of like laughing and then like, oh. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I think a lot every, of people had your thought. Everybody process. did that. Just like, oh, I've just realised that's that's dark and funny at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I wonder if that was supposed to be that the Joker would have intended that, because then he says... Why would he lock them in? Why, why, why would he lock the door when, once he's just invited guests in? Well, obviously he was going to kill the other guy. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It was only because he said... <coughs> so he shoots this one guy who was the guy who gave him the gun in the first place, yeah. right? And then... But also got him fired for having and, the gun. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. No, he has his reasons for killing him. Mm. But then... So then the guy with dwarfism runs to the door and we have that whole scene. And then he has to ask the Joker... No, no, no. no. The, the Joker says, you've done, you've not done anything wrong. No, me. that's what I was going to say, you, yeah. You, 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 you can go. And then the dwarf goes to the door. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Well, I guess that was the because, thing. Because then suddenly the scene is super tense. It's like, oh my God, is he going to kill him? Is he not going to kill him? Yeah. And it's, then it breaks the tension, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very tense. And even when he's like there, the dwarf asks him for help. I'm sorry, I've forgotten the character's name. Yeah. Um yeah. not sure even had a name to be honest. He <laughs> might have done. I don't He asks him for help, the, the Joker comes over and slowly unlocks the door, says some words, opens the door a little bit, says a few more words. It's tense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he lets him go. Yeah, he does, yeah. But I guess it was like because he says you were always nice to me. Mm. That's that's the line he says, isn't it? It's like you were always nice to me, so I'm not gonna kill you. And I, that was why I kind of thought, oh, so it, would he actually, be, is he deliberately humiliating him? Did he deliberately lock the door to keep him in because to make him beg to be like, oh, mm. or yeah. did he just forget? Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Mm. But it was sick and twisted. It was, yeah. And, and it was definitely the most hangovery joke in the film, I would say. It depends how you interpret it. it however it, you would it, say it, yeah. Either it was that or it was the most Joker joke in or the film. The, yeah, it's, it's, maybe it's, maybe it's, it's two things. It's about. one or the other, depending yeah. how you interpreted it. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's not, you know, again, I didn't like the hangover movies particularly, but maybe mm. it's, maybe that's a good sensibility for the Joker. You know, because the Joker's obviously got a very twisted sense of humour and, you know. Mm. God knows, isn't isn't the Joker's not going to be accused of being PC anytime soon. No. You know? <laughs> so maybe that kind of works, like because mm. the other thing is that the Joker as a character is a failed stand-up com- comedian, right? Mm, yeah. But when he's before he becomes full Joker, you see, there's a really excruciating scene when he goes up on stage and just just dies. Mm. He just bombs. Mm-hmm. But it's like he never his sense of humor is never. You never really see that he has one, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. Like his mum even says, you know, he was actually gem- well, he says he's, he's going to be a stand-up comedy star, and she says like, aren't you supposed to be? Don't you have to be funny to be a stand-up comedian? Yeah. Like, which was for me was a good laugh line. But, yeah, yeah. But also like, yeah. What what is his sense of humor? I don't know. Mm. Well, just pre-written jokes. Pre-written jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that that aren't really very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I would be interested to see a sequel to this, but not anytime soon. I really hope. I feel I, like I, I would love it to wait like five, ten years, mm. and then just do one standalone film, and not be like, "Hey, this is now going to build into a new Batman universe." Nothing like that. Just like, where is this exact version of the Joker ten years from now? Sure. Like he's been in Arkham for this time. Maybe he's built up a little bit of a plan. Maybe there's a very early Batman there, right? Um, and the Joker's just, you know itching to get out of Arkham sure I mean there's going to be huge pressure because the film's made so much money they're going to want to do a second one whether Joaquin Phoenix wants to I do wonder. this again yeah I wonder I can, I can imagine him actually because like films can stop like Logan made loads of money sure yeah but Logan well Logan's an interesting and, comparison because and uh, the, the the little girl I guess the only surviving character in Logan like there was talks of there were, yeah, there were talks for getting a sequel, but then they decided not to. Mm. And I guess that they knew when to stop there. Yeah. Well, I think Logan's a really interesting comparison to this film, actually. I was going to bring that up because they are both... Okay, here's a character that we've seen many, many times before. Mm. 
in much more light popcorny mm-hmm. context. But now we're going to do a really serious, you know, character study. You know, it's going to be a, a strictly for adults. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, and the obvious the difference is with Logan. It's like it's Hugh Jackman's taking a character who he's played for his entire career for like twenty years. Mm-hmm. You know, and just putting it into this new context versus and you know Patrick Stewart all the characters like Patrick Stewart's in it as well obviously mm-hmm. you know putting their relationship in this new context versus this is a first time Joker mm. so I think I just think that's really interesting how um, they've both like taken characters that we've seen many times before and put them put in kind of a new spin on them mm-hmm. uh, but I think that Logan was very much deliberately this is the end this is how we, we, we're giving yeah. Wolverine his justice we're yeah, giving yeah. him the film that he deserves because God knows the one that came before that was not a suitable end point for this iconic character so we're going to give him an end point mm-hmm. whereas for this one yeah I mean it's it's its own thing it's a standalone I would love it was ju- if it was just a standalone but I feel like because it's doing so well there's going to be so much pressure for them to be like oh we should make a second one of these but I feel like it would water it down mm. I, I agree I think if they waited 10 years or so Obviously, that's going to be better because it's going to feel like more like there's another story to be told. But if they make one in like two or three years, I don't know what they're going to be able to say that's not just going to make it take away from this one. Yeah. Because, mm. yeah, I'd really like to see some of these little pocket universes, I guess. Yeah. And just, just come back a good while later. Like, I'd like it if in 10, 15 years from now, we get some kind of a sequel to the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Like Christian Bale's back. With Christopher Nolan in the yeah. director's seat, yeah. Yeah, okay. like, that'd be great to yeah. come back to that world and see what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, with it being, like, 10, 15 years older, so, like, Christian Bale, in, mm. I think he must be in his 40s now, maybe? Yeah, yeah, so he'd, so he'd, be, he'd, be, he'd like be much older Batman. An older Batman, yeah. Well, um, what, that, what would that look like? I mean, Yeah, like, like, Alfred probably dead. Yeah, exactly. I we've never seen an older Batman, have we? No, I think Ben Affleck was supposed to be the oldest that we've seen because he was going a bit grey. Uh-huh. Um, and he already had Robin and that Robin had been killed by the Joker at some point. Right, sure. Um, but, uh, yeah. What if they did... Instead of a, a wacky Phoenix like what our Joker did next, what if they did like a similar film to this but with, a, with like the Riddler or Catwoman? Yeah, I was kind of thinking that as well, but... I, I mean, they're not, none of them are as iconic as the Joker. That's what I was thinking, yeah. I don't know if they would. Catwoman's the closest... Probably, yeah, because she's had the most... She's more recently had the best screen time. Yeah. Just in the dark. And I think the interpretations of her... Well, I mean, there's been lots of bad ones. Mm -hmm. But, but like, Michelle Pfeiffer's version of Catwoman is, like, probably second only to the Joker as, like, the most famous Mm -hmm. Batman villains. Mm. So I could... I could could kind of see that. Yeah, well, she's got a very mixed sort of loyalty thing mm-hmm. like sometimes she's good sometimes she's not yeah it'd be quite interesting yeah um i don't know who else they could do they wouldn't do bane because dark Knight rises that was his story yeah yeah, yeah sure um, riddler riddler yeah maybe people don't really know enough about him though True. i mean that like, gives you a blank slate really i mean people yeah know. but yeah i mean i know it's not as blank, blank slates don't sell sell that much these that's days that's true yeah <clears throat> i mean yeah they're the ones that come to mind like two-face I guess that's too, he's a bit too bound in with Batman, though, isn't he? I think the hamster is so close to Batman, maybe. Uh, not really. No. Just have some kind of an accent at some point. Mm. I don't know. The Penguin, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, you can rewrite these scripts anyway. Like, well, yeah, it could be anything, yeah. In previous stories, like, say, with Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. um, the Joker was created by Batman. Yeah. Basically. Well, isn't the whole thing with the Joker that every time he tells his, his backstory, it's, it's different? Like, because 
Well, that was the thing that they did. After Heath Ledger one, was That was the thing they did with Heath Ledger, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah like Jack Nicholson had an actual backstory. Mm. He was Jack Napier. Right. Was his character name, and he killed the Waynes as okay. well. Like, he directly killed the Waynes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so people have had different stories, I guess. Mm-hmm. And this one's just a very different other one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of like comedy moments, though, uh, one moment, one of the most memorable moments is when he does kill the three guys on the subway, and that's his big turning point because mm-hmm. his character, for the first like half of the film, as Joaquin Phoenix plays the character, he is like this very like damaged, you know, obviously depressed person who's struggling a lot and is being really let down by the system. Like mm-hmm. he's, it, it's it talks about like you know the he, the, bu- the the budget's being cut for his therapy and he's you know he's not getting the, the help that he needs and he's. Mm. Obviously, he's struggling with with money, and he's stuck with his mother in this very like codependent relationship. Yeah, and yeah, it goes for this very dark thing, and it culminates with this scene where he's on the subway in his clown costume, and there's these is it three mm-hmm. these three kind of douchey kind of guys who are harassing a woman, right? Mm-hmm. And then the woman leaves, and then they start picking on him, and they start singing "Send in the Clowns," yeah. <laughs> which I found like we like disturbing but also really funny because I was like what kind of like rapey bloke on a train knows that song word, literally word for word <laughs> yeah yeah that was a bit odd yeah <laughs> isn't it rich I guess maybe that, that musical had just come out at the time maybe people were more familiar with it than they would be today but like yeah I guess but still guy, it was weird it was a weird <laughs> he literally the guy sang every word <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah I thought that was interesting um <laughs> What other, I'm trying to think of other scenes that were not... Oh, what did you think of the quote-unquote love story in the film? Um, I quite liked it. Mm. I didn't see it, the, the direction it took. I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a nice, nice little surprise for me. Yeah. I, I did twig what was going to happen. Not to, I'm not bragging, but like, just because it was so removed from everything else. Mm-hmm. Like it was, He was clearly in this very dark place, and then every now and again it'd be like him with this very pretty nice lady who's mm. you know who seems very supportive and kind it's like oh well this isn't this can't be real mm, yeah and then it's like oh is it going to be a fan and then it was a fa- it was a fantasy yeah spoiler alert it's a fact it's his neighbor who he fantasizes that is his girlfriend who mm-hmm. is in fact not his girlfriend he's yeah. just literally just his neighbor yeah yeah he didn't kill her though no he that didn't was a plus well we didn't we see didn't that. see it i don't no. think he, i don't think he killed her no i don't think he did either no yeah. i don't think he'd have the Reason to. No, I don't think he yeah. felt. Yeah. So. Do you think this film went on one scene too long? Yes, because it finished with him standing on a car, um, with the riot around him. Everybody's mm. praising him. He's got his makeup on. He's he's been, uh, he's been in a car crash. He's got that blood in his face. Mm. He gets that blood that's just all coming out his nose and stuff, and just draws a smile on his face, mm. like he's been pulling the smile like with his fingers in his cheeks all mm. film. He does that and just wipes blood over his face in a perfect smile. And it's great. Yeah. It's a really, really good ending. And then they just tack on this extra bit of him in Arkham. It felt... And it, Sorry, go on. It, I just don't see the point. Yeah. It was like this film had three endings. I thought it was like... Because the Joker has so much, so much like mythology. And it was only at the very end that I thought like they were trying so hard to crowbar all of it in. Mm. So it's like, okay, he inspires this kind of Viva Vendetta style, you know, riots mm-hmm. in the streets. People dressed as him. Yeah. Great. Also, before that, you could just you could have ended it with him shooting Murray mm-hmm. and just like going to the camera. That could have been like a hard cut, mm-hmm. and that would have been like really effective. Yeah. And then the third one, it's like, oh, we have to establish that he's in Arkham Asylum because. Mm. And also, was it supposed? To, were we supposed? I only thought about this afterwards because I didn't really pick up on it at the mm. time. 
Are we supposed to understand that he kills his therapist? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because then he's, he's walking and he's got bloody footprints. Mm. Yeah. Okay, sure. Thought so. Just, just checking. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's all... It, it was one of those where like, the, they could have... What was the point of that? I mean, I guess it was kind of like, hey, the Joker's now in Arkham. He's yeah. just up he's to his... fully mad now. Up, yeah. to, up to his regular shenanigans. Yeah. You know, like he has a therapy possession. She gets murdered and then people are chasing him through the corridors. Oh, the Joker. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I guess that, you know, it's just leaving it at, hey, here's the status quo. Yeah. The Joker is in Arkham. Batman's on his way at some point. Yeah. That's it. That's mm-hmm. pretty standard. Yeah. Um, which I guess works. I guess, yeah, but I would... Because yeah. also, actually saying that, yeah, if you had the Joker just out on the streets being the Joker and Batman's still 10, mm-hmm. like, what kind of a world's that? Well, I mean, I thought it would be... You don't need to know that. If, if it's just a standalone film, I think it's a perfectly, you know, acceptable dark ending. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think I would have liked it better if they just ended it there. Yeah, I think on so too. In, in the on the car, you see Bruce, if you have to see Bruce Wayne being and his Bruce Wayne's parents being murdered, mm. fine. So yeah, it turns out that they didn't. He he doesn't directly kill the Waynes. It's one of his disciples, and he's not mm. so, or one of his like copycats. Yeah, yeah. So, and there's some people have like had theories that he's not even the real Joker. That well, the guy who shoots the Waynes is actually the Joker that we know from the. And he's just the guy well, who inspired the Joker. Which it's just a it's just a Joker story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why it's called Joker, not the Joker. <laughs> there are literal multiple Jokers in the comics active currently. Yeah, yeah exactly. So like, these are all just fan theories. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I think I pretty, pretty much wrapped it up. Yeah. So it, it's a it is it's a, it's a very dark, very complicated film. But I and it's provocative, and everyone has their own opinion on it. But mm-hmm. I and the more controversy there is, the more money this film will make. And this film is making a absolute shit sort of money yes and uh, but yeah but for you know if this film was just horrible and still making loads of money that would be one thing but I, I really think it's not I'm not like super defending it but I think it's like a film that is deliberately challenging people and it's asking people to like I think the way we interpret you know you've interpreted it versus the way I've interpreted mm-hmm. it you know, some, we've got some similarities some differences I think everyone who sees this film is going to interpret it their own way based on how they feel about various things, about their own biases, what they expect from mm-hmm. it, what their kind of engagement with the universe is, all mm-hmm. those kind of things. So I think I think this is a film that really people will take from it whatever they are going to take from it, and it's going to be lots of different things. And I think that's good. Yeah. Because we see so many films, some some of which are comic book films, some of which are just any film, you know, whatever it might be, whether it be a rom-com or a drama or, mm-hmm. or a comedy, whatever, mm-hmm. where you just kind of, you come out of it or we sit down to review it and it's kind of like, it's good. Yeah. It's nice. Perfectly pleasant. I laughed or I cried or mm-hmm. whatever. You could see it. It's fine. Like, I'm always appreciative of a film that's like, really makes me think mm. and where I don't really know how to feel about it and then it, and when it does like, divide opinion the way this has, I think that's the mark of a great film. Yeah. A film that really, you know, not for everyone and It that's does okay. something it makes you feel something. Yeah. And I think, so if I would really, for that reason, I think it's, I would really recommend it. Out of uh, <coughs> bless you. Oh, I've been holding that in for 42 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I would give this a, uh, a high 8 or a low 9. I'm going to give it a high 8. Yeah. A high 8, yeah. Um, Yeah, I think I might do the same. No, I'm going to give it a 9. Okay. I'm going to give it a 9. I, I, thought, I thought this was really good. Yeah. Um, I think the only reason I'm I, saying... I, I had very little wrong with this film. Fair enough. I really enjoyed it. I did too. I think the only reason I'm saying eight over nine, and it's a real thin distinction, is that I do wonder if it would be as good if not for Joaquin Phoenix. 
yeah, but if it wasn't Joaquin Phoenix, then they'd get someone just as good. Like, they know it's a, it's a role that you need someone really good for. True, true, true. But I'm just theoretically, you know, theoretically, I wonder how much he is the reason, you know, versus sometimes you get an amazing actor with an amazing script and everything's I think perfect. E- I think even if this film was, was done with Jared Leto, for example, yeah, it would still be really good. If not just as good. That's yeah. That's an interesting thing to think about because, because he's done a, if you look at joke. if you look at his two Squad performance, it's purely just the way that it was directed, the way that it was written, mm. and very much the way that it was edited. Oh yeah, yeah. He's not the. It's not his fault that that didn't work. No, um, and like he's, as has been proven many times, a perfectly good actor. Oh sure, he's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Do you think he could have pulled this off? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that his version of the Joker that would suit this film. No, no. It would have been ridiculous. Yeah, but that's you know that's him with a different script and a different director. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, would you be in terms of like Oscars? What would you be happy with for this? I think yeah, best actor. I'd be I'd, I'd be happy yeah. with for this. He's he's my current front runner. Yeah, I think he's um, going to be well in the mix. Yeah. But we're very early. in We the are season. early in the season. Yeah, but I'd be surprised if he wasn't in the top five, in in the five nominees. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be up for that. Production design, I'd like. Mm, yeah. I, I really think this one made me feel what 80s Gotham would look and feel like, more than other films have done. Sure, yeah. Um, other other Gotham attempts have done. Um, yeah, it had a pretty good, pretty good score, this one. Um, it, and, it, until, it, until you get to the Gary Glitter soundtrack. Well, yes, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's, a, that's separate, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like writing, director, picture, do you think it's in, that, in, the, in those big categories or not so much? I wouldn't be surprised if it gets best picture nomination. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I'd be happy with it getting nominated. Yeah. Because you know, the, there's always a few films, or one one or more films that you really don't need to be there. Yeah. But well, you think it would be in that category of like? No, not like a film that doesn't deserve it. But for example, remember when Hacksaw Ridge got nominated? Sure. This film is miles ahead. Oh yeah, it's definitely better than that film. And. Yeah. You know what was it last year? Like say Black Klansman, even sure. I think this film's pretty far ahead of that. Uh huh. Okay. Because that film really missed a mark for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'd be happy with that. Directing, uh, I don't know. Mm. It's difficult to tell, really. That's what I mean. I feel like it's very much like that's what that's why I think it's like Joaquin Phoenix's yeah. show. Yeah. Because like some films are like so well directed, and, and you think, wow, this, this director really brought something. Mm-hmm. A, a, a really interesting perspective, and you can't really separate the film from the director. You know. Mm. Yeah. You can't say it's the best picture. I'm not saying it's also the best director, like, like Jordan Peele in Get Out, or mm-hmm. you know, or you know, I'm trying to think of other examples, or anything Ang Lee does, or you know, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Whereas this, yeah, I'm not sure. I agree. I think, I think it's going to be Joaquin Phoenix. He's going to be the story. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few technicals here and there. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any supporting performances there. Mm-hmm. The only one will be his mum, and I don't think she got nearly enough to do. No, 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 not at all. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, yeah. so a, a nine and an eight, and a high eight, a high eight, but a nine and an eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that's that. So yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, I'm sure you have, but if not, then definitely go see it. And yeah, yeah, it's definitely have, worth it. Watch it before having an opinion on it, because well, there's so probably, much. Pro- probably too late if you got this far into the episode. Well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But like you know, because well, there's so much noise needs to. And it, it, you can love it, you can hate it, you can be indifferent to it. You mm-hmm. know, whatever. Everyone's opinion is valid, mm-hmm. but don't just listen to the internet or whatever yeah. corner of the internet you're in actually you know watch it and see you know mm-hmm. and then and then decide because mm. I think that's the most important thing yeah cool great stuff right everybody thank you for listening thank Indeed. you for being a Patreon subscribers Absolutely. we love every, every one of you oh yes we do and uh, yeah we'll catch you again next time catch you next week bye, bye. let's go beyond beyond the box set.